Welcome to Real Estate Leads Uncovered, the podcast that delves into the dynamic world of lead generation in the real estate industry. Hey, I'm your host, Lisa Carter, and I'm excited to guide you through the challenges, the strategies and success stories that revolve around one of the most crucial aspects of real estate, generating leads. Live from the hottest real estate market in America, Tampa Bay, Florida, this is the Real Estate Leads Podcast with the CEO and founder of the Olga System, your host, Lisa Carter. So I'm a carry conceal uh, holder. And I understand that even myself, I can't carry three or four weapon systems from pepper spray to whatever else, to a knife, to God forbid, my pistol. How to shoot is completely different from knowing when to shoot. How do you get past a person's ego with their past? Like for myself, I don't have any military background, but... I have grown up around firearms all my life, so I do know how to shoot the eye out of a gnat. However, I may not necessarily be able to equate that to knowing when to shoot. How do you get past the egos? So ego is a huge part of um, what we have to try to defeat. Obviously, in in that realm, as far as firearms go, the thing about what you just said, though, first of all, you said people can't carry several or, or, or numerous weapon systems and that's where weapon brand comes you can mm-hmm. just not a gun you can carry your gun but you are the weapon so we we make you understand what to recognize how to avoid it if you can't recognize it how to fight out of it or de-escalate it so you have all these weapons and, and you've got five major weapons already attached to you get your head your arms and your legs and, and we're going to teach you how to use those as weapons the last resort is your firearm obviously so you know even in our, our weapon retention course and, and i'll get get back to your question about the the ego thing because it's it's huge right mm-hmm. but um even even the whole subject of um when to shoot when to fire things like that that's going to take experience and that's also going to take um understanding what those behavioral characteristics of that other human are doing. So obviously it takes training. So there's a, a ton of people out there that just take a CCW course and they're like, well, I'm good. I'm good to go now. There's that's such a huge misconception, right? For that reason, do you know how to write a report? Can you articulate a report afterwards? Um, they don't teach you that in, in your typical CCW class. Um, how do you, ha- how do you handle your firearm? They don't, they barely teach you how to do that. Like, do you know the, the fundamentals of your own gun? And, even more importantly than that, how do you even hold on to it? Because there's people right now that carry their gun and have no idea that if somebody that's inebriated, somebody that's uh, just committed to the act, somebody that has the skill set, former military, former law enforcement, or just a gun enthusiast, they're going to get to your gun. They don't need your consent. They're going to go after your, your gun. And if you don't know, if you don't understand that 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 nine-foot radius on what to do within that time, because we teach you, we teach you how to use your elbows, how to actually use your firearm without shooting it. To protect yourself. So, but back to your question about the ego, it's like these people, we get it all the time where we're like, you know, would you like a self-defense class? Would you like weapons retention? We get the same response. Well, you're not going to get my gun. Well, it's not your choice. That's, that's the ego. It's 
making them understand. So when things like this, when, when we're on podcasts, when, when we're on the news, when we're giving presentations where people just kind of see they're like, OK, well, maybe that we're hoping it opens their mind up to um, understanding that there's a lot more to it than just carrying a gun and shooting a gun at a piece of paper at, at the range. You know, any special operator is going to tell you um, for any special team that the majority of their firearms training is done by dry firing. As a matter of fact, the Marine Corps, you do three days, and Marine Corps days aren't like our regular work days, right? You do three days uh, where you literally do nothing but what they call snapping in, and that's dry firing. How many people have gone to a course and learned how to dry fire? I don't know, hardly any, unless they've gone to uh, people that have had that prior training. So, I guess to answer your question, it's just exposure. Exposure and trying to get them to understand. But, you know, that, that's a question about firearms. And, and, and I'm going to go all the way back to, to the very beginning that what we do is we create weapons out of you. So you don't have to use that firearm. We're, we're advocates of, hey, carry, because it's protection, right? But we're also bigger advocates of um, training. Train yourself up, and everybody needs it. I'm 47 years old. Um, I feel like I'm 67 years old, but because uh, <laughs> I've been beat, beat the hell up. But um, you know, I, I, I've I've had 47 years of life, and out of that 47 years, I started at 19. So over half my life, I've been carrying a firearm for a profession, and I still need more training. I still don't trust it more than what I what I do. My eyes, my intuition, and my hands. We're all sitting here, it's riveting. Like, Brian, we, you have us like hanging on. What, what, I mean, what, what else? Do, there's so much. Like, there's everything, and then there's, I'm speechless. There's nothing, but there's everything. I want to talk about this. Les works directly with real estate agents, as he mentioned. And when I told him that you guys were coming on the show today, the first thing he said is, oh, this is well needed. We need to talk about but why. So we know that you get sponsored a lot to come in and talk. But I think agency to understand this is critical. So we open our realtor safety classes a lot with if you told your loved ones that you were going into a home that you've never been in before with a stranger, you've never met them, and um, their response would probably be, no, you're not, you're crazy. Why would you do that? But real estate agents do that every single day. And so our why is to make sure that they get home at night every night safely to their families. It's not about the CEs. Yeah, the CEs are great. It's not about Oh, yeah, I know self-defense. That's great. But what's better is getting home to your families every night. It's be- For me, it's the old saying, it's better to be judged by 12 than carried by 6. As a real estate photographer, I see it all the time. Sometimes the, your realtors are very vulnerable positions going into homes or being in that open house that they can't vet anyone that's coming in. Anywhere from the threat to their bodily harm to even just theft. People come in when it's busy and they will snatch the, the jewelry that's in the jewelry box. And there's a liability issue for the realtor at that point. How are you going to replace the, uh, the, the, literally the family jewels? That's your responsibility as the realtor. 
that's the best case scenario of a worst case scenario. The worst case scenario, you're not coming home. And that is why it's important for realtors and anyone within the real estate industry, to be honest, because you've got inspectors that go into shady places. I can be sent into a shady home in a shady neighborhood. You've got people that are within all aspects that touch the sale and the purchasing of a home that can be vulnerable to harm. Is there anything that they can do prior? Is there something you guys say, you know, if you're setting up these open houses, here's some things to look for. Oh, yeah. Uh, our, our class, our realtor safety class, it's, it's, it's all lecture-based. We have, we have one that's physical, the realtor self-defense, and the realtor um, safety course, which actually, that's where we go over, hey, from the time you get the phone call, these are some tips. On, on what to do to vet your client. Um, these are some things to do on, on what, what to look out for if this person seems more interested in you than the actual property. So we go through the whole process with them. And, and the thing about it with this class is we're not trying to make realtors obviously scared because that's their profession. That's how they make their money. That's how, that's how they, they, they bring the, uh, the bread home, right? However, we just want them to be a little more confident and, and what they're doing when they leave their house every single day to go to a property, like, like Jamie mentioned, an unknown place with an unknown person um, who they've never met, and they're alone. And we want you to be more confident. When you're more confident, well, here's what's crazy about this. When you're more confident, you have this aura about yourself. You know, we give the analogy, if, if, you know, if you're in college or, or high school and you're taking a test, there's a whole classroom full of students, and uh, there's ones that are just feverishly writing answers down. They know all of it, right? And then there's, like me in college, guessing everything, right? So, But the, don't you think the professor can look out and, and know exactly who's passing that test? So that's exactly what happens when you when you get this knowledge, you get this, this, this new skill set, even this mental skill set, you carry yourself a little bit different. You're a little more vigilant. Your head's on a swivel. And, and something just to, um, just to add to what Les said, it doesn't always have to be the shady areas. If, if I'm a crook, right. I'm going I'm going where the nice stuff is. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's something else. It's, we have so many people that say, well, I'm, I'm normally not in bad areas and things like that. Okay, well, What's a bad area? yeah, what is a bad area, right? <laughs> Anywhere could, could end up being a bad area. So, you know, we hear that all the time, so. Oh my gosh, the Murdochs, they were killed, they all were killed on a farm mm-hmm. in wow. the middle of nowhere. So I guess, it, yeah. It could be anywhere. And a lot of attacks, especially sexual attacks, are by somebody that you know. It might not be one of your best friends or a family member, it may be, but um, you know of them, you know them, they're a family friend, mm-hmm. and if you don't know how to protect yourself when you've trusted this person who's now invading your space, invading your body, maybe, um, you know, it's not all about being in a bad area. There's a bunch of realtor, there's a bunch of realtor um, reality shows on right now. And I often look at these. I don't know if you've seen Selling Sunset. And, um, you know, it's like the, it's the housewife's version of being a real estate agent. And generally, they're all in pretty, really nice outfits, but they're in heels and, and short dresses. And I always 
like get concerned about the fact that the first of all they send the wrong message. Real estate is not about that. If you know any realtor that's doing any real business, they're not. They don't have time to get dressed up like that. Um, and, and, they're, they're right. There's a hustle, but it ain't that one. Uh, <laughs> um, and so, you know, what do you say to some of these younger agents that are very much influenced by the glamour? Um, of the Instagram life, um, staying safe. Um, So one thing I I would mention with that is just keep in mind that we ask realtors when when we have this class, how many of you um, have business cards? They all raise their hand. How many of you have your picture on your business card? How many of you can be found online? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, everybody. So these people that are um, putting themselves out themselves out there, they have to think also, you look great, you look fabulous, that, that, that's the realtor I want possibly, but that may also be the realtor that the bad guy wants. And you're putting yourself out there more and more and more, so you just got to arm yourself. And, and by arm yourself, I don't mean necessarily uh, with a firearm. I mean arm yourself mentally. Like what, what kind of knowledge are you carrying? What kind of skill set are you, are you carrying to be able to protect yourself? It's a responsibility. You know, if, if, if I'm trying to make myself look good and then put myself, which is great. Everybody should, right? Um, and that's, that's going to get some more sales, hopefully. However, if the person becomes more interested in you than the property, that's an issue. Are you finding this with men as well as with, we, right now our conversation has been very female focused. Talk to us a little bit about what you're hearing from males in the workplace. So a lot of times, um, as a matter of fact, when we have a class, we just the past couple classes we've had, our demographic typically is female because those are we always have these 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 guys that um, will buy gift certificates or or spend money on their uh, their significant other or their sister, their mother, whoever it may be, um, to come take our class. And, and my question is always, why aren't you in the class? Because then you guys can practice together. You can get this skill set. You can have this knowledge. Because if you knew, because they, they, we, I'm a guy. We have, we have an ego, right? Uh, but they always have this thing where um, they're like, well, I, I won't need it. I won't need it as much as her. But if you did know it, if you did know what to do, you'd already be able to teach her. You wouldn't need us. So why are you spending the money? You know what I mean? So uh, we try to get it out there, uh, you know, to as many guys also as possible because. You change one person, you change a family. You change a family, you change a neighborhood. You change a neighborhood, now your community is becoming safer, right? And these uh, these guys that show up, we, we applaud them. You know, we our last class we had, what was it, four, Jamie? We had four uh, four males show up, and, and we applaud them. Right? Were they realtors? They, they were. And, uh, you know, we, we tell them, look, like you're, these are the responsible people taking it back to their family. And they put their ego to the side. You know, all we could tell them is is continuously try to find ways to make yourself a little more aware of what's going on, a little bit safer, and it's contagious. You know, if your kids see, if I'm going to give you an example of, of uh, something pretty pretty intense, right? They were there were uh, interviews. There were interviews with um, attackers, with predators, predators that were looking for children. And when they asked them, what do they look for? What do they look for before they, they actually uh, do this type of, type of uh, predatory behavior? They say they look at the dads. So they look at the dads. If the dad looks like they have, he has himself put together, we avoid it. If he looks disheveled, if he looks unaware, if he looks um, like he doesn't care, if he, if he just doesn't look like he's not organized, 
they're more likely to be attacked. And that's coming straight from a predator's mouth. So it's like if, if we know this as males, you know, why are we trying to do whatever we can to arm ourselves with that knowledge uh, to be able to make ourselves safer and, and take these types of classes? And we're not saying, you know, you have to take weapon brand classes. Well, we are. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but we are saying uh, take something. Take anything, like we talked about earlier, that aura about yourself. You carry yourself a little bit different. So we give the analogy in our class to people that uh, if you left today and I told you that out of this class there was a hungry tiger outside, you'd probably walk a little bit differently. You wouldn't have your head down and, and your nose in your phone, right, to your car. So, But here's the sad truth. There is. There, there are hungry tigers out there. There's predators out there. And they're looking for males, for females, any way they can gain an advantage. On the male subject, um and speaking about ego, how's that ego going to be when you get your, excuse my French, but when you get your ass kicked? Because there's no guarantee in a fight that you're going to win, but being trained, you're going to have a better chance or a better chance of avoiding that fight. And so if your ego is so big, think about how your ego is going to be deflated if you get your... The general public, the general public and guys, it's all about MMA fighting and the Rocky bout. There's rules to fighting. In a real fight, there's no rules. It's me or you. I choose me. (laughs) By whatever means necessary to be able to talk to a police officer afterwards and give a report. That's my that's my goal. But that's my last thing I want to do. I don't want to take a life. But if if it's a choice between me or you, I choose me. And having, and it all starts minutes and minutes and minutes before anything ever happens. It's about situational awareness. You can avoid 80% of any conflict by just being aware of what's around you. And people, society in general, have this awesome when i was growing up in the 70s 80s you couldn't imagine having something so powerful in your hand to be able to communicate to someone across the world and they've got their nose buried in the phone they have no idea what's going on around them i don't know how many times i've had to break really quickly at a street corner because someone's just walking right in i'm like really we have the attention span of a gnat nowadays and the more knowledge you have you get to avoid being able to have to be in an incident. Wow. So this is Realtor Safety Month. And so you guys must have quite a few talks. I can visit your website. I'm seeing that here, uh, weaponbrand.com. Brian, your bio is phenomenal. Um, I can't think of being taught by anyone um, better in terms of self-defense. Um, so do you guys have, um, in, in this month, you have a bunch of things going on that you want to kind of talk about? or? Yeah. We've got, uh, we've got, we, we've just already done several events, but we have some, uh, some events coming up and actually Jamie could probably, uh, pull that up and tell you the exact dates, but, uh, we have realtor, uh, realtor safety, realtor self-defense, uh, and then also we have different types of, uh, events scheduled around that as well. So we also do privates, so we do private lessons. So we we train pretty much 364 days a, a year. <laughs> we we work all day every day just because we're a newer company. So, you know, we're doing everything out there to help keep our community safe. Um as far as upcoming events that we, oh, so yeah. how, how often do we train? 
We typically are doing a lot more corporate training. So companies pay us to come in, do a team building event with self-defense or do some of our lecture-based events. Um, And those are a lot of private events. We normally have one or two events that are open to the public per month. Um, And then privates we do every single day. So talk a little bit about the adaptive training for individuals with disabilities. That's yeah, awesome. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it and then I'll pass it to Brian because he's the star there. But it makes me so proud because he's an adaptive athlete coach, which means whether you're in a wheelchair or using a walker or a cane, um, he can train you. He trains a blind boxer, which I think is just the coolest thing ever. Um, but I'll tell him I'll let him tell you a little bit more about his experience being an adaptive athlete coach, but we literally can train you if you're laying in a bed or in a wheelchair or you're an elite athlete or SWAT team or military police. He's trained over 50,000 law enforcement officers. So um, the gamut, we we train the gamut. Yeah, so we have a, a lot of, um, not pushback per se, but people that are Afraid of, of the training because they feel that, well, I just can't do that. As a matter of fact, almost every training we have, we have people that ask, well, we, are we going to be sweating? Should we wear gym clothes? And we laugh about it because when, when we, when they show up in these gym clothes, we're like, how many of you guys are like are going to exercise after this? Cause you're not going to exercise <laughs> during this class. Um, it's, if you break a sweat, it's because you are working too hard or it's too hot in here, right? And, um, we explain to people the stuff that we do is is so simple to learn. It's so easy to retain, but it's highly effective. And it's for every skill level, um, every age. You, when I say every age, typically six to seven and up is when we'll start. Wow. But um, we go all the way up to, I mean, you know, Jamie's dad, 78 years old black belt in karate. And he still says he learns something every single class that we take. So, um, it's like I said, every, every skill set. And as far as the adaptive stuff goes, it, it's a certification I got years and years ago. And um, it was main. What I mainly used it for was for functional fitness type things, um, how to train adaptive athletes, um, how to work out, how to do their own type of sport. And it just kind of transcended into the whole self-defense world, So, which was actually easier. Um, you know, we, we right now have clients, like Jamie said, that are in wheelchairs. Um, still use your arms you can still protect yourself you know so we find ways to be able to uh, build that confidence so we can literally do it for anybody no excuses. No, no excuses. I love it. Well, I'm, I'm like this. We, we got an email from Jamie introducing herself. Um, there, are, the folks are down in Florida and in the Pinellas area only. No. We actually are based out of St. Petersburg, um, but we travel the country doing these workshops. Um, We have a training facility in Warren, Ohio that we do a lot out of. Brian actually owns that company, um, and we use it as our Midwest training facility. Down here, we are mobile. We go to your offices, your facilities, or we have a gym in um, Pinellas Park called Kinetics Inspired Fitness that we train out of and do a lot of events there. Um, So we'll go anywhere. Even if you want to send us to Italy, we'll, we'll go to Italy and train no problem just have some uh just have some good chianti for us (laughs) 
Wow, this is great. Like the timing was perfect. September is September is Realtors uh, uh, Safety Month. And so to have you guys here, we're at beautiful Clearwater, Florida, at the Realtors, uh, Pinellas Realtors Association um, office. And you guys stopped by. And you made this happen so you can talk to us today. Um, so timely. And to know that there's a company out there, that whether I'm an individual or a corporation or just a couple agents that are, you know, feeling a little unsafe, want to come to one of your classes that you are available and you're out there. Weaponbrand.com. Love it. Thank you, Brian. Thank Thank you, you, Jamie. Thank you so much.